welcome to the No Way podcast. I see this is what I got to figure out. Am yeah. I talking to the audience? Am I talking to you guys? I feel like we need to explain the fuck. What is the we need to figure out the order here. Okay, so there's there's very basic things that have to happen. What the fuck is this and who the fuck are they? I feel like I feel like it should start like this. I feel like it should start like this. I got I got it right here. I got it right here. I'm bored. I'm already bored. Wait for I'm just figuring out the wording for This is how each episode works. We invite a guest onto the show and ask them to name their favorite childhood movie. Then the hosts, that's me, Kayvon, and Mike, go away, watch the movie, and come up with our three biggest no-way moments of the film. So what's a no-way moment? It's basically a scene, character action, or moment that we feel goes against the given reality of the movie that's being presented to us. At the start of each episode, we go over some movie facts, its box office statistics, some fun things, and ask our guest what makes this movie so special to them. We also establish the givens of the film. What are the givens? It's things or rules about the movie's reality that we won't contest as the hosts. Then we get into the meat of the podcast, deconstructing the movie one no way at a time. We debate and then we come to consensus whether that moment stays a no way or becomes a way. At the end, we determine whether the film passes the no way podcast stress test on a score out of three. No way. Okay, Markin, did you start this podcast because you rewatched Mrs. Doubtfire? Like, is that where this all started? That was how this all started. You you watched Mrs. Doubtfire, a movie you loved. What changed this time? I hadn't seen this movie for a long time. I'm watching Mrs. Doubtfire, one of my favorite movies of all time. Robin Williams, 1993. Uh, one of the best performances in cinematic history. Anyway, I digress. I'm watching this movie. <laughs> what? You're putting... Sorry, but that's just such... A bold statement to say Euphigenia is one of the greatest performances in cinematic history. I don't work with the males because I used to be one. I will defend that to the grave, Kayvon. I will defend that statement. Yeah, okay. Go on with your wild accusations. I'm going to thrive. Ah! Layla, get back in your cell. Don't make me get the hose. A little light bulb went off in my head while I'm watching this, you know, as an adult. There is no way this is possible that a man would be able to get away with this without going to jail or having huge psychiatric evaluations or putting him into some kind of rehabilitation program if that's the lengths that you've gone to. And so with that lens, I was like, can this kind of deeper... Um, evaluation of movies, can that be applied to other things? And if I revisit some of my younger childhood movies, if I return to them as an adult, am I just kind of watching this saying, no way? Or do a lot of them work? Life uh, finds a way. When it becomes really apparent and very difficult is when you take a film that you loved growing up and young and you have really big, like the warm spot for you and you share it with somebody and you sit next to them and watch it and they've never seen it before and you're and you're seeing them be like what the fuck are you showing me and you're kind of yeah. now looking it through their eyes and your adult brain and you're like yeah i'm not sure why i thought this movie was so great yeah these people are making pretty poor decisions actually looking back on this <laughs> And I think that experience is kind of universal across the board. And that's kind of what we're trying to pick up here on the No Way podcast is 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 that 
for for kind of a, a lot of films and a lot of guests we're going to be having on where they're bringing on their favorite childhood movies and that's going to be our lens of like now that we're seeing this a lot of the time we haven't seen the film or we're you know we have seen it but haven't revisited for a long time and now with this lens as being an adult very mature because i'm we're all very mature well, people um, sure <laughs> that, that that's I'm not that, signing off on that one at all man uh, i have Many leather-bound books. Well, we all know each other. Me, yep. Kayvon, Mike, Markian. We're, we're, we're all uh, in Vancouver, and we're all uh, uh, actors and writers and performers and producers and blah, 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 blah. And we run a little uh, theater company together. So we've been uh, creating together for a long time. But, um, but we're here to talk about movies. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. And obviously, the three of us love movies. Kayvon, I just want to say I think one of my favorite movie experiences ever was with you. And I guarantee you know which one if you think Oh, about wasn't it with me too? Were you there too, Markin? Can we can we can we all count it down? Okay, we'll count it down. We'll count it. Okay. Three, three, two, two, one. John Aquaman. Oh, ten. What? Lane. Did we all say a different movie? You complete me. I got some questions because, uh, funny enough, uh, I don't know. We've gone to the movies a few times together, but I don't know if I uh, we've talked if I've asked some of these questions. So I'm curious to learn about your movie taste a little better. I'd like to ask you a few questions. What's the last movie you saw at the movie theater? Wow. Oh, I saw Onward, uh, the oh, animated Pixar. Pixar film last yeah. year. So the COVID was already going on, and Lauren, uh, my partner, and I were on the fence about going to see. But like, I love Pixar. I am a sucker for any Pixar. I cried my eyes out. Yeah, that movie cool. destroyed me. Um, and that was my last. That was my last uh, movie theater experience. Was being destroyed by a Pixar movie. Mine's gonna sound confusing. Uh, it's Michael Keaton's Batman. I'm Batman. Okay. okay. Not that I haven't been to the movie theater in 20 years since. But... <laughs> you mean like 34? Maybe 34. But in the last year, uh, Cineplex Odeon was doing a retro series uh, where they were putting up. Um, uh, classic films uh, at the movie theater um, with very limited capacity because there was only about eight people when I went. We were all in, you know, meters apart from each other. But I never got to see that original Batman on a big screen because I was too young. So it was it was the best. It was awesome to get to see that movie on a big screen. Mike, what's the last movie you saw in the movie theater? Yes. Okay. I saw it in Regina, actually, at the public library. I saw The Lighthouse and... I went to see The Lighthouse, and I think I forgot about this a bit because it was, like, that movie was, like, a traumatic experience for me. Traumatic? I was going through a weird... Traumatic? traumatic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him ride with that. That's fine. Fuck. Is this one of those... This is, like, when I said pseudo science or pseudo... Fuck. Oh, the pseudo science. I said pseudo science. Oh. Did you also have panomia at the time? Yeah. Mike also loves to say milk instead of milk. Yeah, it's M-E-L-K. Anyways, Lighthouse... I was going through a weird time in my life where I was having like fucking like anxiety attacks and panic attacks and shit. And so the best thing to do is go see the fucking the lighthouse. And Mike, I'm this there. is a fun podcast. Can we not get into this stuff? <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to see him spiral. Go down. I go down in went flames. To see the lighthouse, and at points I just had to like stare away because that movie just fucked me up. I was so shook at the end of it. Like I couldn't breathe properly during that movie. Sometimes lighthouse is incredible. Nine it's a very ten. yeah. No it's one a claustrophobic, very claustrophobic movie. Is it claustrophobic? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so what the fuck? Are what the word? fuck is happening? Cool story, Hansel. What is the 
earliest memory you have of going to the movie theater? Pokemon, the original movie. Ooh. It was uh, it was in in a mall theater. Yeah, Mike, I remember it so specifically. Mike, you, I, I think we have the same movie. Did I just unearth a memory for you? No, no, I was going to gonna name that one. Uh, <laughs> I was going to actually say that. I remember, I remember, I was at the old spaghetti factory in Winnipeg. This is what ninety seven, and then I remember my dad surprising me at dinner. You were adopted. Boom! <laughs> I also got his tickets to Pokemon. Yeah, he he wanted to he wanted to lay me down softly, so he's like, "You're adopted, but also we're gonna go see Pokemon." Little good news, you know. You know, so yeah, I I that was my first movie. Double double Pokemon. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mine was is um it's it's very stuck in my head, and I I even remember the holding the candy in my hand. Uh, I was very young, but it was at the university's movie theater, and they were doing all three Back to the Futures back to back. It was the fizzy pop candies used to come on a chain. Yes. Um, yeah, I just I remember those. holding those. I, was, I don't know what, I would have been nine maybe or something. That's, but I really remember uh, uh, s- sitting at this movie theater and watching all the Back to the Futures almost. Uh, Did you watch all of them? We only got through the uh, about a quarter of the third and everybody was was tapped out. Whoa, this is heavy. All this to be said, so excited to get back to the movie theater. I'm, yes. I really miss it. I, I yeah. really, really miss it. I didn't know how much, how important it was me t- until until they were gone. Movie theaters have always been my place of peace. Like I just, when I go there, I really experience that calm and escapism. And um, I just remember as a kid going there so often, we used to have a place in Saskatoon called Rainbow Theaters. It only cost a toonie for a movie ticket. They had all the ones that were just before they were going to go to VHS. But I used to spend six hours there. I'd watch, I'd go to three movies in a row, you know, for six bucks. And I just would live there for a day. I would love being at the movies. I once got, uh, uh, I don't remember the story well enough to tell it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Desert Island, three movies, rest of your life. I could pick two really quickly, and then, I'll, but I'll say them slowly while I think of the third. Uh, Muppet Treasure Island. Fitting. Oh, I'm noticing a pattern in my movies. Life Aquatic. Get them out of the fucking water. Maybe like you should join the Navy. based movies. I know. You like water movies. I like yeah. movies on the water. Well, I think you should choose Waterworld as your third. Oh, you'd think it would be Waterworld. Man, see, that's the problem. I can't think of a third. Come back to me. See if Markin has any while I think of my third. Well, uh, I'm kind of in the same position here, Mike. This I, I just copy you a lot. That's what this podcast is. Are you going to say Muppet Treasure Island too? No, no. Just I I have two. Oh. I'm, 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 I was like, if you just pick Muppet the same Treasure two movies, Island, fuck off. Uh, There's no way. <laughs> like, ah, I was thinking long and hard about these. Okay. The Mummy, 1999, Brendan Fraser. Version. Yes, I know. I know you love that movie so much. I watched it, I remember, I watched it 19 times in a row as a kid. We hear you boys found yourselves a nice gooey mummy. It's a perfect movie. Uh, number two is probably the Titanic. I was the, obsessed with The that, Titanic? That, is it called The Titanic? The t- Titanic, excuse me, excuse me. Featuring the boat, The Titanic. But this ship can't sink. She's made of iron, sir. I assure you, she can it is the movie. It is the Titanic. You know, that one. That's that's what I meant. Oh, you were describing um, the movie. You were saying the, the Titanic film. Titanic. Yeah. Yes. The Titanic <laughs> okay, film. Okay, I understand that. No, he's just referring to the boat. He just wants the boat there. <laughs> it would make a lot of sense. You're on a deserted island. You got a way out. Jack, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. And Mike, have you have you thought of your third one? Because I still need time. 
Uh, I did. I did. I think I'm going to go with um, Interstellar, actually. Wow. Okay. I love pretty love Interstellar. And I don't, you know, I don't rewatch things. I never rewatch things. The only two, the, the reason I said Muppet Treasure Island and Life Aquatic is because I've rewatched those several times. I love those films. But Interstellar is a movie I've seen twice, and I often think, like, oh, I should just fucking put, like, four hours aside and watch Interstellar again. God, I love that movie. We're not meant to save the world. We're meant to leave it. The Dark Knight, Batman, Nolan's. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I saw that four times in theaters um, when it came out. I'm an agent of chaos. <laughs> so there's my third one. Cave on. My first one is Charlie Chaplin's The Kid. Okay. Uh, I uh, He's my absolute hero, Charlie Chaplin. I think The Kid is a masterpiece. Um, I'm going to go with, for strong laughter, I'm taking Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Do not go in there. Woo! Ooh, yeah. Great choice. And I'm taking Godfather Part 2. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. Wow. Well, I thought about I thought about I thought about just taking all three Godfathers as a trilogy, but then I went, no, I would regret it every time because I'd always be disappointed at the end of it. So, so if I just like that, yeah, part two is great because it's like the beginning of the Corleone story. It's the oh, origin. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. So those yeah. are my three. Yeah. Okay, and so my last movie question for everybody, since this to bring us back to what this fucking show's all about, if you were bringing your movie to this show. What's your no way movie? This one's, I mean, we ask our guests to bring their favorite childhood movie. That's all we say. We don't really say like, make sure it's got some good no way moments. That's kind of up to us to figure out and, and, and see, um, and, 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 uh, identify. But I mean, if we're, if we're, if we're just talking about my favorite childhood movie, it is the mummy, which I have mentioned. Yeah, it is the mummy. I would bring, I would bring the mummy in and defend it to its, um, sarcophagi, not the grave. <laughs> Favorite childhood movie to bring? It would be Muppet Treasure Island, for sure. But the thing is, if knowing the format of this podcast, I think a great movie that I also loved as a kid that I would love to bring would be Dennis the Menace. Mm, that's a great one. Kayvon? I think I would, I, I, I'd bring a movie that no one's ever heard of, but I just, when I was thinking about this question, I went, what was the one that I watched over and over and I, I wore the VHS out? I, it, was, it was almost worn thin. It was a movie called Project X with Matthew Broderick. The house party one? No. No, I know. I, now Project X is <laughs> the just everyone associates it with that ecstasy film. Like, why was no, that? it was. Um, <laughs> and you're so pissed about that, aren't you? You're so angry. <laughs> well, Project X was this movie about um, this military base where they were using monkeys and chimpanzees to test. They were like taught the monkeys to fly a VR jet plane, but then they were exposing them to radiation to find out how long a pilot could survive. And it was about animal cruelty. But Matthew Broderick saves all the monkeys and then they fly a real oh. plane at the end to get away from all their training on the VR. It's Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, so so this is just for fun. Um, and, uh, hopefully no one gets really insulted. Um, what actor is, do you think Markian or me or Mike are most like? Wow. Oh, oh, I know my, yeah. Mike is Mark Duplass. Mike's Mark Duplass. I sound like him. I kind of oh, look like a bit of a younger yeah, version yeah, of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love I that it. idea too, it. because I think he's a really creative, interesting guy. Yeah, he's good. That's a compliment every time. Mike. Oh, I love it. Oh my God. This is going to be a good day. I mean, Kayvon, we all know who we're going to say for Kayvon, too, though. You said we're going to get insulted. This is the same one for Kayvon, which is Robert Downey Jr. 
I think, yeah, Kayvon, you've got his cadence and the way of speaking. I am Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty, that's pretty common. This is gonna be the weird, okay, I hope I don't insult you, Markian, with this. I hope it's a compliment. I think it's a compliment. Based off knowing your acting, your instincts, I think you're Nicolas Cage in Zac Efron's <laughs> body. Oh, that's good. I like that a lot. I think you're actually a lunatic. What? But you've got such a like good boy look, but I think you're a <laughs> lunatic inside. That's really funny. That's all you have to do! I remember when I was down in Los Angeles looking for representation, this is years back, these agents were asking me who... Like, who do I see? Like, if I can compare myself to a Hollywood actor, who am I so they can get, like, a sense of, like, what to send me out for? And I really wanted badly to say Justin Thoreau, which I did say in that meeting, which I don't think is uh, necessarily true in terms of... You got the cannons to prove it? You need the gun show. I need the gun show. which sinewy cannons. Yeah, he's like a sinew cannon. tight. But now you guys have given me the answer. If they ask me again, I'm going to say I am Zac Efron with a Nicolas Cage spirit. And you'll never work again. I am Job. Well, um, I guess it's time that we just gonna start doing this show. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why don't we say our tagline all together because we will never say it together again. Remember when we did this a second ago and we all said different movies? That was one of my favorite parts. Now. Let's go, let's let's go, go to, to the, the movies. movies. There's a now? There's a now, you dumb dumb. Now, let's go to the movies. Join us every Friday this summer as we host an incredible lineup of guests and their movies. Make sure to subscribe via your favorite podcasting platform and take a moment to leave us a review. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at No Way Podcast and Twitter at No Way Pod. No Way is produced by Marky and Tarasia, Kayvon Koshkamp, and Mike Gill with the help of Speakeasy Theater and the Cinematics Creation Company. The show is edited by Kayvon Koshkam and mastered by Malcolm Dow with original music by Ben Elliott. The No Way podcast is produced on the unceded lands of the Musqueam, Squamish, and tsleil people. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time at the movies. Movies.